the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you all out there. But it's not just Tuesday. It's actually St. Patrick's Day. And so uh, I'm wishing you all a very happy St. Patrick's Day. I managed to scrounge out one of the only green topic tops that I actually have. You know, I, I'm, I'm believe it or not, I, I've never really celebrated St. Patrick's Day growing up in my life, even though I think I'm somewhere around a fourth um, Irish because I'm somebody that, you know, honestly, I'm a, I've always considered myself American. So, you know, these I, I've never been one long before I was dynamite in a dress doing a radio show, child. I was not about the identity groups. Most of the time I went to school in high school and growing up telling people that my green, don't you dare pinch me because I got green eyes. Green is not a color I usually have in my wardrobe. Um, but you know what? I think that if everybody's celebrating somehow, some way today and somehow shape or form, whether it's St. Patrick's Day or something else, I think that's a good thing. I think we need to try to find all that we can celebrate within this. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we don't have a right to have an opinion as to what's going on as well. And I would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. You can also follow me on Twitter at Andrea K Show. I'm on Instagram at Andrea K Show. I'm streaming live right now on uh, Facebook Live at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. And um, the question of the day is, relief is on its way. Do you feel like you got relief coming to you? Do you like the relief package that's coming to you? What are you looking for by way of relief? And or are you like, you know what? I'm cool. I don't really need anybody or want anybody to be doing anything for me. That's the question of the day. 888-344-1170. Of course, we're going to continue to give updates on where we're at as a nation on this. We've also got local news to share with you guys. Some recent announcements here in San Diego. And... There's also elections happening. Oh, Biden and Bernie just fighting it out uh, to see which one of them is going to face against President Trump. And believe it or not, there's actually primaries happening today. I know there's shutdowns everywhere, but you know what? People are voting today. We've got our buddy, our friend Gerard Lamero, who's going to be back with us. He was in 2016 the most accurate predictor and has been for years on elections. His models are really unprecedented. And he's going to be here to talk about how he sees this coronavirus, how it's playing out in the elections, not just today with the Democrats, but going into the general election. We've got relief in the form of federal at this point, plans, local at this point. But there, we've still got a guest coming up, Mark Miller, who's an attorney who's going to be here to give suggestions on what you can do. And I know I personally have friends that are suffering economically from this that are excited to tune in tonight to hear 
uh, outside of federal go- federal relief and local relief. Where what what can you do legally in terms of when it, when there's some t- form of disaster to get relief in terms of fulfilling financial obligations like paying your mortgage and things like that. So Mark Miller will be here, and then we're going to round out the show with some non coronavirus stories. How about that? How about we talk about something else, at least for the last part of the show? Um, Our buddy DJ Carrot Sticks is off for the day. He's off somewhere, hopefully celebrating St. Patrick's Day, but have no fear. On Perfectly on St. Patrick's Day, enter in the man, the myth, the legend. It's DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. And small portions of large potatoes. Right now, think of this. We owe Japan thousands and thousands of potatoes. And it's got to stop. We need a leader that can bring back our potatoes. DJ Potato Skin. DJ Potato Skin. Honestly, Andrea, I forgot to wear green, but, you know, I'm so Irish. I, I, I don't need to wear green. And the button that just fired my liner, I made it green. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Very good, then. Glad to have you here with us now. Of course, Glad to be here. Yeah, y'all know Tater Skin, so he's here to take your calls if you want to call in. Um, I want to start the show with a little bit of good, no, good news. After President Trump today had yet another press conference announcing more uh, administration things that they've done that are absolutely extraordinary. I know many of you don't want to hear about H1N1. Y'all don't want to hear about the flu. We're not allowed to compare that. Well, let me tell you, we have had pandemics before, okay? Whatever your reason is for not wanting to hear about the flu or hear about H1N1 or hear about, you know, SARS or any of that business, we have had pandemics before. And what we have not seen, at least since I've been paying attention to pandemics, is we have not seen a president and an administration do the extent of... uh, of bringing in, which is exactly why President Trump was elected, to be a businessman to come in and bring that type of mentality to a solution versus same old, same old establishment political nonsense. And although there is a little bit of that at play today with the Republican-controlled Senate a lot of establishment peeps, the same ones that were on board with Obama's stimulus plan, the same ones that were on board with the establishment big government 2008 Bush bailout stuff. Yeah, I get it. And I've got some concerns about that. And we'll touch on that a little bit. But, you know, one of the things that we are seeing right now is thanks to this, thanks to President Trump, we are seeing about 5,000, 6,000 cases now in the United States. This is not, however this plays out, make no mistake about it. President Trump, back in January, stopping any flights coming in from China, has has kept it from being at the exponential crisis. How many weeks have we been at this now? He did that in January. We're now in mid-March, which means we have been dealing with coronavirus in this country for about six weeks. And you know what? We only have 6,000 cases. And yeah, I said only. And yes, we pray over everybody who has it. But let me tell you, how much worse would it be right now if we had had Hillary Clinton or any of the other open border, big government socialists who have been aching to destroy this economy since President Trump took office? Imagine if we had had Trump not win in 2016, but Hillary Clinton, we would not have had the economic foundation that we have had to help us weather this. And we certainly would not have had a businessman making an announcement like he did yesterday where he went to the Democrat leaders and said, we need to get rid of some red tape so that we can have people like 3M and Honeywell dispense about 30 million masks into the private market. 
Fauci said today, for all you conservatives out there, by the way, blaming President Trump for testing and how we didn't automatically, in the blink of an eye, have all these tests come about, which we didn't have for H1N1, by the way, for a year and a half. For all you people criticizing him, Fauci came out today and said it is not President Trump's fault that we didn't have a whole bunch of tests right away. This is nonsense. Even Governor Cuomo is saying today that Trump's team is on it. He is echoing what Gavin Newsom has said, that Trump's team is on it every promise that they've made every commitment they've made has been fulfilled my concerns with the overreach of the government here is primarily at a state and local level so as i have been critical about the government overreach and will continue to do so tonight it is not to be interpreted as criticism of president trump even with some of the economic stuff that he's doing that i'm not i'm a little squeamish about because it is a little too too socialist for me i get where he's coming from and and i'm okay with it because when you look at And people keep telling me we're not supposed to compare this to H1N1. Here's how we should compare it. You don't compare early stages of coronavirus where we have no idea how it's going to play out. And all we've got is these doomsday scenarios based on best guesses. You don't compare that versus how H1N1 ended up. What what we need to do is, particularly for political reasons, as we've got Gerard Lamero coming on, we need to be evaluating and comparing H1N1 when it first arrived on the scene, because that was new too. We didn't know how that was going to play out too. Oh my gosh, coronavirus is new. We can't compare it to H1N1. Well, when H1N1 arrived on the scene, it also was new and we didn't know anything about it. and We didn't know how it was going to play out. And it immediately spread, ended up with 60 million people. It spread like wildfire. Hospitalizations rose like wildfire. And we lost people immediately. We didn't know how it was going to play. We didn't know how bad it was going to be either. The difference is, is we did not have a media that seized upon it in order to destroy a current administration, in order to destroy an economy, and then usher in their Marxist scheme. Those are absolutely comparisons we need to be looking at right now and as people and and you know then so then what happened is because we had a media seize upon this in order to do political damage to president trump then they stoked the fear of the american people and then you had the american people so completely irrationally fear-based that that we had government reaction and that's where we're at today which is which is too far in my opinion Because when I'm hearing conservatives use the same exact language as they think about how to deal with this as liberals, I have to have to have the hair come up on the back of my neck. Does this sound familiar? If we can only save one life. If we can only save one life. Where have we heard that before? We hear that every time there's a mass shooting or every time there's a school shooting or any any type of mass shooting. A lot of times when we hear of any kind of shootings, because that's what the left says in order to get us to to give up our rights to bear arms. And how do we conservatives respond when there's a mass shooting and we saw it like Las Vegas or Parkland or at a Walmart in El Paso? How do we respond? We say that's tragic that those lives were lost. Absolutely tragic. But we cannot give up our rights and our freedoms that are most precious to us, that make us Americans, that are part of the foundation that made this the greatest country in the history of the world we cannot give up our rights under the guise of we possibly might save some lives down the road here but isn't that what's going on here isn't it now uh that we are expected to and actually are in the process of giving up most of our rights as citizens where we have threats of arrests going on around this country if you don't adhere to the coronavirus guidelines Look at all the rights, businesses being shut down. 
for no reason. Americans' movement, our entire lives being controlled right now under the guise of if we could just save one life. I suggest that this isn't about mitigating uh, the, the, the damage here and saving lives. It's about expanding the dependency class in this country. There are intentional acts of destruction going on intended to destroy businesses and then act as though the government is the savior. Break the system and make make Americans so hurting that they will beg for government assistance. And Reagan predicted it in 1964 at his speech at the RNC. He said if there's any way that the left will gain a foothold of socialism and Marxism in this country, it will be through our health care system. And polls have come out to support that that's the track that we're on right now. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Gerard Lamero to tell us what's happening with these uh, poly, uh, the primaries today and more. Stay tuned. We're Andrea Casio coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Scripture tells us if you say, I hope all goes well, what good is it unless you do something to help? In other words, if you're a voting age believer trusting God to protect and restore Judeo-Christian values in America, if you don't vote, what good are you doing? Or if you want to see biblical values in government, what good is it unless you do something to help? Fortunately, BiblicalVoter.com is a robust website designed to connect you with the best biblical voter resources out there. So you can be God's game changer in this one nation under God. Using BiblicalVoter.com, you can register to vote in minutes or access some of the best faith-based voter guides and other resources in America. You can quickly discover which candidates, pending legislation, and measures violate or support your biblical values and how. Visit www.BiblicalVoter.com right now and prepare yourself and friends to stand for godliness. You're not alone. Click BiblicalVoter.com, then pray and obey. Qualified Home Loans saves you money and pays all your loan costs with five-star service and expertise. That's why you call us for your home loan. Mike, you recently had a client whose bank told them their debt-to-income was too high. You fixed that and closed it with the same bank. How were you able to do that? Expertise is often the difference. You don't go to the IRS for tax advice. Don't go to your bank for loan advice. So their loan made sense on paper. They had good credit, income, and a lower payment. They should qualify. I think it was just too confusing for the bank teller because they had Social Security, rental income, and even a part-time job. We put their application together correctly and got it closed with the same bank at an even better rate. We're advocates for our clients, helping them understand and standing by them all the way through closing. Call Qualified Home Loans, 888-499-9502. 888-499-9502. You'll get five-star service and pay nothing in loan costs. 888-499-9502.
We have a crisis here at Toyota Carlsbad. Oh, no, not the coffee machine again. No, it's our huge inventory of new Toyotas. I just got the word from you-know-who. Who? You know. Oh. We're going to have a big sales event. Big, sir? And we're going to give folks... Big savings? Big, big savings on our entire inventory of new Toyotas, all makes, all models. Bigger savings than we offer every day? I'm talking amazing lease specials, low APR financing, factory rebates. But how do I... I do I... whatever you have to do. Yes, sir. Toyota Carlsbad sales team. Yes. Word has come down from you know who. Who? You know. Oh. In making deals, do whatever you have to do. Uh, you don't mean we should. Do whatever you have to do. Now through March 31st, you'll get big savings during Toyota Carlsbad's Spring Sales Challenge. Help us sell over 800 cars this month. Save with lease specials or a low APR financing. Details online at toyotacarlsbad.com. You better hurry because Toyota Carlsbad is doing whatever, whatever we, we have, have to do. do. Right. Oh, what a feeling. Toyota Carlsbad. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Sponsored by Qualified Home Loans. Saves you money and pays your loan costs. And Borderlands Cybersecurity. Protection against cyber thieves. Share your kindness with others. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com to enter. FM 96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The Answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. I put my cap upon my head and I took a walk outside. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you all. Uh, before the break, I was talking about um, that my concerns about this overreach from the government. I've been talking about it for a while. And uh, particularly today, I was concerned because, you know, people have been telling us not allowed to compare this to the flu. We have to do this because coronavirus is so different. Don't talk about it. 22,000 just a week or so ago, it was 18,000 deaths in the United States due to the flu. Now it's 22,000. We've just lost more children. Not allowed to talk about that, right? Because this is so much different. Coronavirus is so different that it's justified in doing all this stuff. The flu isn't. And I've said, you've got to be careful about giving up our rights, right? So then what did we hear today? We hear, you know what, all these measures uh, that we're doing right now, uh, you know, uh, this this fall, we're going to be back to uh, the flu where we have an epidemic. Yeah, that word was used today, where we have an epidemic, and we do. So maybe we should just keep some of these things in place throughout the flu season. And there you have it. This is what I've been concerned about. This is what I've been concerned about. Once the government gets a taste of having control over their lives, they're going to justify it. The eighteen to 80,000 people we've lost every year due to the flu didn't matter before. Why does it matter now? This is all about a government control over our lives. Joining me now to discuss this as well as how this plays out in the elections is my buddy Gerard Lamero. Hi, Gerard. Welcome back. Oh, it's great to be back with you. You have a wonderful show in a wonderful city. Thank you. Um, so your take on all this stuff so far, Gerard? Well, on the coronavirus, uh, I think it's uh, definitely overdone. Uh, I've studied the numbers and details. You know, I love doing forecasting. Yes. You know, I love doing presidential election forecasting, but I also like doing forecasting in general. I have a whole bag of tools, so to speak, mathematical, statistical stuff. I've looked at all the numbers, and I don't think it's uh, as big a crisis as to justify the things that have happened. For example, uh, in state after state, especially with Democrat governors, they've declared 
declared states of emergency and have ordered stores to close down, restaurants uh, are, are closed down, uh, health clubs are closed down, on and on and on and on. And I do not think it's it's that justified. I do think it's serious. I right. do think it's a little different uh, virus than we've seen before. But right now, the latest we're hearing from Wuhan, the people there are saying it's kind of leveled off now. It's not quite as bad. And, and uh, you know, there's, there's evidence that uh, most people who get it uh, don't even know they have it. Right. And uh, and 80 percent will have mild cases, you know, similar to a cold or less. Uh, and, and so, you know, we don't shut down the country, as you mentioned, like for H1N1, we had 12,500 deaths. We had a thousand people died during the flu. Uh, the, <laughs> I said that wrong. Kind of funny. Uh, during the flu, the swine flu, I call it the flu, the swine flu. Uh, we had a thousand people die before Obama took any action whatsoever. Yeah. And, and the we had Trump did a whole lot to, to help this country protect us, and we didn't even have one death when he started that. Right. And the thing is, is that the reason why it's important to th- compare to past reactions is because of now we're hearing nobody's been doing anything about the flu. They, I, I was asking yesterday, what's the criteria to reopen this country? Because if we shut it down for 50 dead and the goal is no deaths, we're going to have some deaths. At what point are we going to, is it acceptable? Because it's it's acceptable to the, and I, and people are like, how can you ask that question? Well, because we have to ask this question. Because when we lose upwards of 80,000 Americans a year in the flu, which has happened at times, that's acceptable. We don't shut down the government. And so now people are like suggesting that maybe we need to be shutting it down every year. And I'm, and I take this, this flu, this virus seriously because I'm one of the few people that does report on the flu every year. I've been raising that as a concern, but I've been raising it as a concern from a standpoint if people need to take an individual responsibility to, for their lives, Recognize the threat of it. Boost your immune system. Do what you can to prevent getting it or spreading it. Not government takeover. So now, are we now we have talked that maybe we need to continue some of this stuff throughout the flu season. And then what happens next year, Gerard? You've got a book about socialism coming that I want to talk about right. as well as well, the primaries. Let are, me ask you this question: Now, if this is how we're reacting to this one, simply because it's new, what's going to happen next year when somebody tells us we've got some new strain? coming out and it's an even super bug bigger than coronavirus are we just gonna is this the automatic reaction now shut everything down yeah just become venezuela yeah i mean you know if, if you want to eliminate all deaths in the united states from all hazards you wind up doing nothing i mean you not only give up smoking you'll give up driving a car you'll give up do you know that there are more people uh, more kids that die riding their bicycles to school than die in in shootings in the united states and uh do we keep take away all bicycles from all little kids that are between the ages of five and 12? I mean, that would right. be insane. I think, no, I think this is way overdone. Uh, I, I hope, you know, that we move back to reality very quickly and don't jump into this panic mode. This is panic. And I think it's meteor fed panic. And, and I have uh, gone through the numbers, as I said earlier, and my estimate is the panic will end uh, the threat. The big threat will end between 
between April 15th and May 15th with 80% probability. That's after my look at the numbers. I agree with you. Now, how do you see this playing out in the primaries? Because, you know, there's there was a new poll out that came out today that um, with this panic and with all this, this ma- mainstream media nonsense attacking President Trump and attacking the U.S., that if we only had socialism, it would be so much better. And there's a poll that says that even 60% of Democrats say now they definitely want socialism. 20% of independents now say that they're even more convinced that socialism is the way to go. But Joe Biden actually said in the debate that that ain't the answer. Look at Italy. Look at what's going on with Spain. Who knew that Joe Biden would have a lucid moment? How do you see this playing out with the Democrats? Tell us what's happening in these primaries today, how it's going to play out with the Democrats and the general election. By the way, Italy's single-payer medical system, that fouled-up medical system in Italy, single-payer, that's, that's socialism. Well, I think it's pretty clear. American people don't want socialism, and I don't think there's any question about it. Uh, Florida would not be going to Biden tonight if they love socialism so much. They would have voted for Sanders, and he's losing big time. He's probably not going to get the nomination, but that's a more complicated thing because I think the Democrats have changed the rules on him. Uh, they might, he might have gotten the nomination if they played fair by sticking with their rules and not changing the rules as the thing goes on. But basically, what do I think? I think the two people are going to come to the convention. Both of them will have between 40 and 50 percent of the delegates. Neither of them may get enough to get over the top. It's possible Biden will get over the top, but if he does, I think he's strictly a placeholder for the establishment Democrats. I think he will be replaced uh, at the convention, after the convention, or right before the convention. I I think he's strictly there to keep Sanders Mm -hmm. from getting the nomination, and they're going to substitute someone else afterwards. All right, so we've got the the Dow rallied a little bit today because the Trump administration with the Republicans have announced a stimulus and relief plan. Um, I'm not a huge fan of paying people to stay home and not work. Um, I don't think that that's the right way to go about this. But I can I don't blame Trump for trying because it's a feel good measure and it calms fears. Uh, So, um, but I, I I would prefer to see a little bit more plan in terms of specifics on how to ensure that some of these small businesses are able to to because I mean many of these small businesses right now are never coming back so I would prefer to see what they could be doing in terms of of uh, uh, some free market ideas for down the road versus just because you, you know you're taking from Americans or adding to the debt to write those checks and that's not a long-term plan um, your thoughts on that, that but uh, the history of economics uh, these one-time stimulus usually don't uh, boost the economy at yeah. all Obama uh, they, flashback they, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, the things that, that really boost the economy are tax cuts. So I'm in favor of tax cuts. You know, if we had had a Republican House in 2018, which unfortunately we lost the House, although I think without question we're going to get it back this November. But if we had that uh, House as a Republican House, we would have had a second middle class tax cut, which would have really boosted this economy even further. And I think that's going to happen uh, next year. We're going to have another tax Tax cut, but I would do a tax cut now if you really want to boost the economy. Yes, you can take fifty billion and give it for small business loans for small businesses that are hurting. Yes, you can help people with a num- number of other programs, but any kind of major, cross the board, huge stimulus package usually goes nowhere. It's just a waste of money. It's a debt. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's based on, uh, I get squeamish when I hear anybody say things like nobody should lose a day's pay for going homesick. You know, it's like that's just socialism, de- big Democrat stuff. And then I f- immediately flash on this AB5 bill in California, which, you know, re- you know, makes it removes independent contractors. You know, there's independent contractors out there that like having gigs where they're homesick without pay because it's part of a, a of a of a gig economy that they like. Um, so, you sure. know, there, there's a lot lots of people of, love it. Yeah, a lot of people love it. So, yeah, there's instances where it absolutely meets somebody's desires uh, to be in a situation where they're homesick without pay. Um, you know, San Diego today, uh, you know, the mayor came out and said nobody should lose their apartment. No tenant should lose their apartment because they can't pay the rent for medical care. And no landlord should lose a tenant because of that. So we're going to put a moratorium on evictions. You couldn't even evict anybody by the time this economy comes back. So, you know, some of this stuff, I think, is is lawmakers wanting to vir- virtue signal and just compete with each other for who can come up with, you know, something that they can throw out there to make themselves look like they care. And it's, you know, really what I think we need to do is we need somebody to tell us, Gerard Lamero, when we can get back open for business. What's an acceptable death toll? Nobody can tell me that. We've only lost, and I say only, every death matters. But you know what? There's every, there's no, uh, it hurts just as much for a family to lose a family member to the flu as it was coronavirus. At some point, we have to say it's time to reopen America. And nobody can tell me when that is. Final thought. Well, my final thought is when we see in, in another about four to six weeks that there aren't uh, 100,000, 200,000 deaths, when, when there are some deaths, unfortunately, we don't want to see anyone die from any, any disease. But when we see that the numbers are just more or less what we normally see with a flu and, and, and people who are compromised or over 80 that have emphysema, they die. You know, people do die. They don't live forever, even in socialism. But I'll tell you what, socialism is a failure in theory and in practice. And people who promise everything to everybody wind up just like Hugo Chavez promised everything to the Venezuelans. He was a Democrat socialist. He turned them into a basket case economically. Is that what you talk about in your book about socialism? Oh, I talk about lots of different examples of socialism. And guess what? Every one of them fails. I give every reason why they love socialism and explain why their reasons are faulty. I give every reason why capitalism and freedom are much superior to socialism. And this is a perfect book to give a college kid who deals with socialist and Marxist professors. It's also great for every voter who has to vote and wants to know why they're voting against socialism in this election. And that's exactly what the fight is right now, because it this is. is what's going on right now, is flat-out socialism seizing control over our nation. Uh, thank you for being here, Gerard. I appreciate it. You I'm going to make sure everybody sees your book and knows uh, what it, where to go get it. Thank you. You betcha. Have a great day. You too. All right. Stay tuned because we got more Andrea K. Show coming up. We're going to we've got some other suggestions for you to help you if you're struggling with uh, what's been done to our economy to fight this coronavirus. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Sell your home for top dollar quickly and smoothly. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie has sold over 800 homes using proven marketing strategies and home staging to enhance your home's appeal, entice more buyers, and get you more money than other agents by far. Hi, I'm Julie Jules. I'd love to give you a free home staging consultation. Just give me a call at 619-992-7113. Call for your free home staging consultation. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules, 619-992-7113. 
With all the rain, I'm amazed at how many phone calls we are receiving from customers who had solar systems installed by someone else, and now the roof is leaking, yet the companies refuse to help. This is one more reason to do your research before starting a solar relationship. I'm Adam Rizzo from Palomar Solar and Roofing. After being in the business and researching competitors for over 15 years, I can tell you there are only three companies who I feel like you'd have a great experience with. I'm proud to say we are one, and good luck finding the other two. By the way, they do not advertise on the radio. It amazes me still today how many homeowners make bad decisions. Our goal from day one has been to help folks make great solar decisions, whether they choose us or not. I guarantee a professional no-pressure consultation will not be a waste of your time and can help save you thousands of dollars and future headaches. Call the local name you can trust. Call Palomar Solar and Roofing at 760-504-0388 or visit palomarsolar.com. That's 760-504-0388. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed. Also, the Army National Guard's education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the California Army National Guard. Aired by the California Broadcasters Association and this station. From a very young age, I knew that I wanted to help people. I wanted to change things for the better and be part of the solution. Through a lot of hard work and determination, I achieved my dream of owning a private practice known as Transcend Therapy, where we provide counseling for individuals, couples, and families. I've always been passionate about helping people resolve the things in life that may be holding them back or creating pain. Launching Get Mental Radio was just the next step towards helping more people, because our mental health is just as important as our physical health. Life is tough, and if you're struggling, you're not alone. We can help you weather the storm. If you're feeling stressed, anxious, depressed, together at Transcend Therapy, we will find real and lasting solutions to your current predicament. To learn more, please go to TranscendTherapyCA.com. Hi, I'm Cecile Ahrens, owner of Transcend Therapy. We truly care and are committed to giving you the best service. You're not going to feel like just another client, and you are definitely not going to feel judged. For more information, check us out at TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. I am confident that we can help. How do you listen to The Answer San Diego? I downloaded the free Answer San Diego app for iPhone and Android. I listen by clicking listen live at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. I go to TuneIn.com or I open the TuneIn app and search The Answer San Diego. I love using my smart speaker. All I have to say is play The Answer San Diego. And there are easy setup instructions at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. So there certainly are a lot of ways to listen to The Answer San Diego. But don't forget, you can always find us on FM 96.1 in North County at AM 1170 in San Diego. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Radio.com. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me on this St. Patty's Day. I was thinking earlier today I might try to speak in an accent, but every time I do, I sound like, doesn't matter what I try, I sound like a serial killer. So anyway, I hope you're having a great St. Patty's Day. Um... 
relief, lots of relief being offered out there, uh, you know, which, you know, kind of makes me think, gee, maybe if some of this stuff hadn't been done to, you know, create a crisis and cause pain, we wouldn't be needing any relief, but it's happening. So there's relief coming in the form of the federal government, supposedly cash. Uh, we've got San Diego uh, Mayor Faulkner announced today no ev- a moratorium on evictions. If you're concerned that uh, you've lost your job and been laid off, and you might not be able to pay the rent. But there's more that you need to know and that would be good information for you to know. And so we've got Mark Miller, local bankruptcy attorney on here now for our Wuhan and the Law segment. Welcome to the show, Mark Miller. Thank you, Andrea Kay, and hello to all the Keniacs out there. I received an invitation on Facebook to join your group, and, and I'm happy to be a part of it. Well, thank you, and we're glad to have you here because there's so much that we need to know besides whether or not we have to pay our rent. There's so many different layers to this. What bills do we, if you're struggling out there, you need to know. What bills do you do you have to pay? Which one should you pay? Which one should you let go? Legal Absolutely. ramifications, like what if you get sick you know, somewhere and you catch the, the Wuhan virus from somewhere? So take us through this, Mark Miller. What do we need to know with, about Wuhan and the law? Basically, what we're seeing is the federal government and the state governments and local governments are stepping in and breaking up contracts that private individuals have made amongst themselves. So now the government is telling people that you don't have to pay your rent anymore because you won't be evicted. So people need to prioritize. If you don't have to pay your rent, does that mean that you have to pay your credit cards? Well, what we try and do is tell people to categorize the debt in their life by priorities. As you said beautifully, Andrea, you said, we have to, what do we have to pay? What should we pay? And what can we ignore? Well, we need a place to live. Well, so if you do have to pay rent, if you're not one of the lucky ones that gets some sort of a rent forgiveness or abatement, you must pay your rent because you must have a roof over the head of yourself and your family. Secondly, we don't know, this is interesting, I was listening to your segment, everything I'm saying has a question mark next to it. If you are lucky enough to have a job, you must get to your job. So you must pay for your car. You've got to pay for your car or they're going to come repo it. So those two things are probably the most important for everybody in town, which is to keep a roof over your head and some wheels under your feet. So you have to be able to get to your job. What about the other type of debt you have? Well, if you like having your lights on, you've got to pay your gas and electric. So that's important to keep the utilities going. I'm talking to you on my wonderful iPhone 350 million. So uh, I have to pay my iPhone bill every month to keep that going as well. So what people need to do is prioritize. Now, down at the bottom of the list is all of those credit cards that have been accumulating for people. As a bankruptcy lawyer, I filed over 15,000 cases, and we've been doing this for 30 years. The credit cards are at the very lowest priority in your life. What credit card do you have, Andrea, that's making you crazy? Do you have one? Is it the Nordy's card? Is it the Saks Fifth Avenue? I don't have uh, either we, one, but yeah, let's just, uh, let's say that uh, we got some lady friends out there of mine that have a, that have a fat balance on a Nordy's card. You got it. So basically, the Nordstrom doesn't pay for your rent. The Nordstrom card doesn't pay for your uh, car. It, it doesn't do anything, but if you use it at Nordstrom, it buys you clothes. Well, especially if you're going to be laid off from your job for the next few months, you may not need to go buy clothes. Credit cards, especially department store credit cards, carry the highest interest rate. The interest rate, of course, is how much you have to pay to borrow the money off of the credit card. So my advice to people, hold your breath, Andrea, is if you have credit cards and you are being forced to make decisions, don't pay on your credit cards. What about your credit? How does that, what about that affecting your credit? Yes. If you are in a position where you are deciding whether or not to pay rent or credit cards, 
you may or may not need your credit moving forward in life. This is very serious stuff that's going on now, literally right. life and death. We're right. deciding whether or not you're going to uh, 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 live in the street or, or have a job or not have a job. As we've seen, Andrea, they've closed the bars, they've closed the nightclubs, they're closing the gyms, they're closing all entertainment venues. They, this AB5 came in in California. They, the unions railroaded it through and it destroyed the music industry and a lot of these uh, 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 gig jobs. Right. Well, this is going to put a nail in the coffin of these people. Yes. So every, every bartender in town, everybody that is working at a bar is basically unemployed as of today. Yes. Now, I hate saying that. So if you do have this debt, yes, you're not going to pay it. What will it do to your credit? It will destroy your credit. So who's buying a house in Southern California anytime soon? Good point. Probably not, probably not most of us. If you have to buy a car, we drive by all those car dealers on El Cajon Boulevard that say, buy here, pay here. You can buy a car, but you'll pay a higher interest rate. The penalty for filing bankruptcy, drum roll, is not death, which is kissing someone with the Wuhan virus. It is bad credit is filing bankruptcy. So... If you have to file bankruptcy, if you have to make decisions about debt, understand you're not going to jail. Nobody goes to jail for filing bankruptcy unless they lie to the court. And most of my clients never do. So what we find, though, is that wiping out the debt, getting rid of it, not paying it will affect your credit. What do we do on credit? We buy houses, we buy cars, we get more credit cards. Most people don't need more credit cards. They don't need to get back in the credit wheel. So if you have to prioritize, the lowest one on the rung, we know, is the credit card debt. Stop paying it. Good point. All right. Um, What about any liability? What's the risk if you are a business owner right now? And uh, Because we still have drive-through happening. We still have full-service restaurants that aren't doing in-service dining, but they're still doing takeout. Uh, yeah. What what about what's the liability situation for restaurants if somebody feels like they've gotten the coronavirus because they went and picked up a tasty steak from somewhere takeout? Excellent, excellent question, Andrea. We have uh, if I go and eat at a at a burger joint and I get food poisoning, I can sue the burger joint if I can prove it. One of the grossest things about doing food poisoning law is we always tell the clients to keep whatever it is they threw up. Oh, ciao. Uh, <laughs> so in a case like this. You have asked a wonderful question. If I'm Kid Rock and I am willfully not shutting down my Nashville bar and somebody gets sick, guess who we're suing first? Chris Rock. So you cannot. If you stay open, A, you'll be in violation of the law. And I'm fearful of this mob mentality that is building on the streets. So I think if you defied the law and said, we're going to stay open and we're giving out shots of Wuhan virus tonight, I think you'll be sued. Yeah. So if you're staying open in violation of the government's even recommendation, it, it doesn't have to be law. If you get sued for someone getting sick in your restaurant, we're going to find an expert that says, hey, listen, you should have closed down. Yeah. What about any legal implications for healthcare workers um, in, in that area in terms of, of- health care workers? What we're going to find is uh, healthcare workers are working. I know that sounds pretty obvious. So you have what's called a workers comp workers' compensation program, uh, it is inadequate. It does not compensate people. But if you're injured on the job, that is what you're limited to. When wonderful Governor Schwarzenegger was uh, running the state, he lowered the uh, the amount of money that people and lawyers could get for handling these cases. So it, workers' comp is, a, uh, is available for workers uh, who do become ill, get the Wuhan virus uh, while they're uh, working. They would have to apply for it like any other injury, like a slip and fall or something else. Okay. Uh, and and so we'd have to just go from there. 
Well, there's, uh, you know, you're the only one that's really talking about all these type of legal implications here. And I thank you, Mark Miller, for being here. And if uh, tell everybody how they can find you if they're like, you know what? I was on the verge of, of BK before and now, you know, I don't have a choice but to go BK bankruptcy at this point. How can people find you? Thank you, Andrew. You can get us online. Again, Mark Miller, uh, with the number one bankruptcy firm in town. You can get us online at sandiegobk.com. That's sandiegobk.com. Thank you for being here. Thank All you, right. Andrea. Good luck and stay safe. Thank you. All right. Now, stay Thanks. tuned because we got more to talk about on the other side of the break. We actually have breaking news today for local Congressman Duncan Hunter. We got that to talk about and more. So come on back. More Andrea K. Show on its way. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walters' book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Dennis Prager here. If you or someone you know is selling a home or has had it previously listed and it didn't sell, do yourself a favor and call Jim Butrell, broker and founder of Ardent Real Estate Services. Jim is a Marine Corps veteran, and for the past 14 years, Jim Butrell has been successfully selling homes in San Diego County and the surrounding areas, dominating these areas because of his exclusive database of ready buyers. The fact is, your home may already be sold through Jim's Home Buyers and Waiting program. Don't risk losing money by letting your home sit on the market. Sell your home faster and for top dollar. And if Jim can't sell your home at your agreed-to price, he will buy it himself. Guaranteed in writing. Call the real estate authority Jim Butrell at 800-498-SOLD. That's 800-498-SOLD. Or go to jimhasthebuyers.com. jimhasthebuyers.com. With our high utility rates, the last thing you need is to waste energy. If your home comfort system is constantly cycling on and off, or if you have hot or cold pockets in your home, that's a red flag. Proper maintenance prolongs the life of your system and saves you money on energy costs. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air have been honored as a North American Contractor of the Year for superior service and top quality HVAC products at affordable rates. They're pretty proud of that award and look forward to showing you how they earn that honor. They offer 24 hour emergency service on every major brand. They won't try to sell you a new system if you don't need one and will never recommend any part you don't need. Call Jackson and Foster for a cleaning and inspection. Mention radio and save $25 on your service call. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air. Our family serving your family since 1931. Call 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. That's 619-667-4328. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. 
Stocks opened higher after the worst day in 33 years yesterday, then tripped over a decline at Boeing, only to regain lost ground, and more, with Fang leading and Amazon in front of the parade, ending up 5 to 6% on average today. But overshadowed by all this corona thing, this steep market decline, Boeing is still a key piece in the market parade, as we saw this morning. Boeing is still in the doghouse, stuck in the politics and bureaucracy of the FAA, and down 343 points, or 76% in a year. Boeing is still a dominant factor in Wall Street, especially the industrial average. The decline cost of December 26, or Dow 2,600 points because it's so heavily weighted. That's over the last year. It also goes the other way, however. The White House would be well advised to do what it can to get Boeing back on stream. This may be a major move to repair the damage done to our financial markets in the last month. And Boeing ended down about 5 point, or 5% at 124 today. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Answer San Diego. Streaming now on TuneIn.com and Radio.com. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. A couple of other interesting uh, uh, op- ideas or notes to give you guys or points about uh, relief is the Treasury delays April 15th tax payment deadline um, by 90 days. Now, I think 68 million individuals have already filed their tax returns. These are people getting money back. So they're like, yeah, let's get it in. Um, But uh, for many people, they either wait until the last minute, even if they're getting a return or they file an extension at the, you know even but even if you file your extension by the way you're supposed to still pay up to 90% of what you owe um what they're doing now this they're delaying the tax payment deadline but you still have to file by April 15th. So now the difference is you still have to file, but you don't have to pay up to 90% of what you owe. You get a you get an extension on paying what you owe, but you still have to file. So um, that's really good news though because if it, you know it's um if you are out there struggling, you've lost your job, kind of the last thing you want to do right now is have to face paying taxes. Are you kidding me? Uh, this certainly is is an issue for small business owners. You know what a lot of people, the unintended consequences, not just employees of small business owners, um, employees of small businesses losing their jobs. It's the small business owners themselves. How many small businesses will never reopen? And the small business owner has been left with an enormous debt that they took out. Because many small business owners go to the small business administration or bank and they take out a loan to fund their business. Many times they take out second mortgages on their homes to keep the business open, particularly when they hit tough times. There's been so many far reaching consequences for here. And it's just, uh, you know, it's um, and I'm and I'm glad to see more conservatives are starting to come out and question whether or not all these shutdowns, which are not from the federal government standpoint, is not Trump shutting down businesses. But he's even though suggesting that people not go to bars or restaurants, but that should be an individual choice. We should not as a government shutting down businesses and intentionally with intention creating economic and financial hardship on anybody in this country. Some other good news, though, um, in addition to switching back to good news, in addition to extension of the April 15th deadline to pay. I, here again, another Trump going back to him being a business person and coming up with, with creative ways. I, at no point in the past when we've heard about any pandemic did anybody talk about telehealth. President Trump has said 
that uh, uh, to aid seniors that Medicare uh, on Medicare that they can check in with their doctors remotely through something called telehealth at no extra cost, which I guess has been uh, if you did want to take advantage of this service as Medicare, you had to pay for it. So now uh, that's going to be extended to seniors. Uh, And the reality is it's because and I want to read you a little bit from Dr. Orient. It's been a long time since I had Dr. Orient on the show. I had her on the first week the coronavirus broke out in China before it was, you know, she was the first person to be concerned that we had a pandemic on our hands. And um, she, and here's some advice that she gives today, which is some of it is a little controversial that you haven't heard from anybody else. And you, to refresh your memory, Dr. Orient is the executive director of the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. And she um, she tells people, if you have not stocked up on goods, like toilet p- paper, which she says is a luxury, even if you haven't stocked up on, on other stuff, now is not the time to go and expose yourself to a mob at Costco. Find some other means to get what you need. That's not a good idea at this point. She goes on to say, this I've heard from nobody else. Don't treat a fever without a doctor's advice. Fever not is not a disease. So if you if you've got a, a fever below 105, don't pop Tylenol or ibuprofen at the first sign of fever. She says many of the casualties in the 1918 pandemic might have been caused by heavy use of aspirin, like aspirin, uh, po- uh, popular non-steroid anti-inflammatories, NSAIDs, um, uh, have a detrimental effect on blood clotting. So she says try lukewarm sponge baths for comfort. Don't rush out and get a flu shot. She says a lot of doctors are telling everybody to do this. Influenza can kill you. Yeah. Um, but there is evidence that it can make COVID-19 worse. Worse. So if you haven't gotten a flu shot, don't go get a flu shot, according to her. She says but they've discovered this from earlier SARS epidemic and lab research. Um uh, she says, don't go to the emergency room. This is another reason why seniors, I love this telehealth idea. She says, don't go to the emergency room or urgent care unless you are severely ill. There will be sick people there. You might catch something. And oh, by the way, you might get hit with a big bill for a CAT scan you really didn't need because you rushed there, convinced you had COVID-19 when what you really had was the flu. She says, and if you have the flu cold or even COVID-19 and don't need IV fluids or oxygen, they can't do anything for you anyway. She says, don't demand and also don't demand to be tested and don't rely on results. Don't waste. If you have expired medications, keep those around. Don't touch your face and eyes. Do prepare uh, to take care of your, your family. She says, get a pulse oximeter. Nobody's really telling anybody to do that. That checks for oxygen levels in your blood. She says, remember, sunlight is the best disinfectant. Take your vitamins. Nobody's really talking about how you should take a personal responsibility for your life and those vulnerable around you and do what you can to boost your own immune system. Exercise. Take care of yourself. Take your vitamins. Get adequate sleep, fresh air, and diet, and avoid sugar. So um, those are some words of advice from Dr. Orient. Um, Duncan Hunter got 11 months today uh, for his uh, corruption and misuse of campaign finance and campaign funds. His wife is looking at five years. You know, I'm not one of these people that's going to defend him because he's a Republican. You steal from the people that donated your campaign. You commit campaign finance 
a fraud and, and you should go to jail. Which So I'm looking at you, federal government, DOJ, as for why there was not prosecutions for Ilhan Omar, who had to pay back money that she misused. I think there was some same issues that were discovered with Rashida Tlaib. I'm also looking at you, Department of Justice, to finally prosecute McCabe, Strzok, Comey, and beyond, and even Hillary Clinton. I'm not going to defend Congressman Hunter, but what I'm going to say is, if a Republican, why do we still have this dual system of justice, where Republicans are held accountable for their crimes, but Democrats get to walk scot-free? Just because there is the coronavirus going around, and we're all concerned about our health and the health of our loved ones, doesn't mean we don't also know that there is still an issue going on in the U.S. government with it being weaponized. And it reminds us again about government control on our our behalf. Because remember when the Patriot Act came out, oh, don't worry about all that data mining. Don't worry about having your rights being infringed upon. It's for your own good. What did we get out of it? Spying of conservatives. Glad to have you guys with me. We're going to be right back tomorrow night, hump day, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Thank you, Tater Skins. Thanks to the listeners and my guest. Peace out.